it comes to the time when I get to uh, have my report, I intentionally had a short sermon. And my wife is saying it better be a short rector's report. <laughs> I'm getting the look because I am between you and food, and I recognize that. So uh, first of all, I want to say thank you all for being here. Thank you, Brian, for, for volunteering to be a part of the vestry um, and to, to be a part of leading this parish. It has been, indeed, an exciting year. In, in the last 12 months, we've baptized six people. That, that is four more than we have in the previous 10 years of this parish. So that is tremendously exciting. We have, we have grown both by people coming into the parish and by people being born into the parish. And so that's tremendously exciting as well. There's a, an old adage about churches that if it ain't crying, it's dying. Well, we are very much alive. So thank you. As I, as I looked back on my, in, in January, I, I set some goals as to what I wanted to see happen. And one of those was to be a community of prayer. And I had all of these plans of what I was going to do to make that happen. The, the classes that I needed to teach, the, the systems that we needed to put together. And then all of a sudden, out of this little app called GroupMe emerges this community of prayer. And it has been absolutely amazing to see the willingness of people to put in to the app Pray for me, I'm doing this. Pray for so-and-so, they're in the hospital. Pray. And, and all of a sudden, as Kay said, real time, praying, praying, praying. And, and so that has been absolutely tremendous to see that happen. That being said, if there are things that I can do to support your prayer life, please let me know. I am, I am happy to do those things. As we look ahead, some exciting things. One, as a vestry, as Roy said, we... We've been tithing. We've been taking 10% of our income and sending to the diocese. The, the treasurer of the diocese met with the, the clergy and the, the wardens and the treasurers of all of the parishes via Zoom in January. And what it takes to simply run the diocese is about $500 a month per parish. And that's less than, than our tithe. So I... I started praying and saying, hey, I want, I want us to grow to be able for that to be our tithe, to be a, an asset to the diocese rather than a parasite. And so I've been praying that way, and then all of a sudden, last month we said, what if we step out in faith that that will be answered? What if we step out and we simply give $500 a month to the diocese and trust that God will grow that into our tithe? And so for the next six months, we will be doing that and trusting that God will grow us as a parish, grow us as a giving community, such that that will be our time. As we look ahead, I'm very excited about actually confirming youth. We've, we've had confirmations and receptions, usually of adults that have come into the Anglican faith. This year, we're going to have youth that are coming into the Anglican faith out of Anglican families and, and that's just an exciting step in the parish. It's for the first time we'll have a catechesis class. And so very excited about starting that next week um, for youth and for parents and for anyone who is interested, as we discussed previously. And as I started looking at catechesis, I really started looking at what it is we're teaching as a church. What are the primary things that we need to do as a church? And the first primary is that the household is the primary unit of catechesis in the church. Second, that encounter with Christ is the primary means of discipleship. And third, 
that our primary work as a parish is not done by me or by our vestry. The primary work of the parish is your work. So first, the household is the primary catechetical unit of the church. The primary place where people learn what it means to follow Christ. You know, there are 100 to 120 waking hours in each week. We can't expect that even the six hours, if you come to everything we do as a parish, six hours a week can overcome the other 94 hours of the week. We practice what we find important. And so what we practice in our household is what we find important. What we practice in our household is what we teach our children is important. You know, this isn't a novel idea. This isn't something new. This isn't something that I made up. This goes all the way back to Moses bringing the, the nation of Israel into the promised land. And he says, this is the prayer that you pray. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. And he says, take this and all the commandments that I have taught you in this day and teach them diligently to your children. Teach them when you sit in your house, when you walk on the way, when you lie down, when you rise. Write it on the doorposts of your house. Place it on the foreheads of your head that the commandment of God goes with you everywhere that you go. Joshua, as they are finally about to enter, says, guys, you've fallen for the idols of Egypt that you look back on. You've fallen for the idols of the people around you. Choose this day to put aside those idols. Choose this day to follow the Lord. And as for me and my household, we will follow the Lord. The household is the primary catechetical unit of the church. And the work of the parish is to equip each household to grow in faith. It is an invitation and an example to others, to those around them, to the children in their house, to their neighbors. As St. Paul writes, our job is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry according to the work of the Holy Spirit. So we have some tools. Our primary tool is our Sunday worship, our sacramental encounter with Christ that forms, shapes, and empowers our lives that teaches us what to desire. Next, we have the Book of Common Prayer that teaches us each day how to order our lives according to morning and evening prayer, according to the prayers for families. As a shortened version, we have the little book Pray Daily back there. Next week, I'll have copies of the Book of Common Prayer 2019 that you can pick up. There are always copies of Pray Daily back there that you can pick up. As Roy mentioned, I have a discretionary fund. Those that knew me in high school probably can't believe that people trust me to have discretion. But I, out of that discretionary fund, those books are purchased. If you'd like to, to contribute to the purchase of the next set, you can contribute cash into the offering or as a designated fund to that discretionary fund. As David De Silva writes, the collects, the prayers of the people, the Lord's Prayer, the Psalms, and other forms of liturgical prayer teach us what to desire and what to expect from God. They give us language with which to approach God and through constant use dig the spiritual aqueducts through which the living waters of the Spirit are released into our lives and into our prayers. Other tools that we have, you'll find on the back table, a little booklet called Reading with Love that Jennifer and I put together. It's a modified form of, of Lectio Divina that is a way of encountering Scripture for those of you who may not have experience encountering Scripture. It simply says, read it. 
Listen to what scripture says. Listen to the ways that it resonates with you. Listen to the things that challenge you. We also have back there the, an examen worksheet, the daily examen that simply says, where is God present in your life? What am I most thankful for? And what am I least thankful for? And where is the gift in that? Those are easy, simple ways to bring prayer into your life and into the life, your life with your children, with your spouse. We also have times of fellowship. We also have started sending out on each Wednesday the hymns for the week and the lessons for the week. We sing our way into the presence of God. John, or Charles Wesley, yeah, Charles said to his brother John, John the great preacher who was one of the most famous preachers of the, the Great Awakening, the founder of the Methodist faith. Charles Wesley was the, the hymnist of the brothers and he said, you know, you're a great preacher, but I'll sing more people into heaven than you'll ever preach into heaven. <laughs> and so Jennifer has done very well at putting together a YouTube playlist that will we send the link out each Wednesday along with the lessons so that you can come prepared for worship, that you can reflect on the time of worship during the early part of your week. The household as a primary catechetical unit also becomes the primary mission outpost of the church. You know, we belong to the Church of Nigeria North American Mission. Several months ago, I was on a mission call chaired by the primate of the Church of Nigeria. And he encouraged us to be missionaries. He encouraged us not to be enclaves for the Nigerians, of faithful Nigerians outside of the community, for those who, who came from the fleeing from the Episcopal Church, not to be an insular island for disaffected Episcopalians, but to be missionaries into our neighborhoods. Each one of you has a mission outpost. Each one of you has a mission field in the streets around you, in the stores that you go to. Each one of you has a responsibility and a duty to manifest the kingdom of God in all the places where you go. This is indeed what the Great Commission is. Jesus says, all authority, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, in all you're going about, make disciples. Make disciples, baptizing them, inviting them into the life of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them all that I have taught you. And behold, I am with you all the days of your life. The household is the primary catechetical unit, the primary mission outpost of the church. And our primary model for discipleship is encounter with the risen Lord. As Jesus calls the twelve to him, Mark says, He went up on the mountain and called to him those whom he desired. And they came to him, and he appointed twelve whom he named apostles, so that they might be with him, and he might send them out to preach and have authority to cast out demons. Jesus calls us still to be with him, to have authority to proclaim the kingdom of God, to preach salvation in the name of Jesus Christ, and to cast out all the forces of darkness that we encounter. This is still what we are called to do. We are called to come and be with Jesus in the body and the blood, in the sacrament of this table. We encounter the living Christ. In the word made flesh among us, 
as we open scripture, as the word of God, by the power of the spirit of God, equips and empowers the people of God to accomplish the work of God and manifest the kingdom of God. The word of God empowers and equips us to do the will of God. We encounter Christ in the body of Christ, in the church. Last week we talked about the canonic and perichoretic community that gives and receives fully of one another. That gives and receives fully in the fellowship of joy and in the fellowship of suffering. We encounter Christ as we share with one another. We encounter Christ in our prayer and in our contemplation. And we encounter Christ in the eyes of the least of these. As Katie said, one of the things that I'm most excited about as we, as we come out of this isolation of COVID tide is to be able to go out and to encounter Christ in serving those that the world calls the least of these, the poor, the hungry, the lonely. The primary model of discipleship is encounter. And the primary work of the parish is yours. See, you did not choose this parish. God chose to give you to this parish. You were prayed into this parish. I can name the prayers that brought most of you into this parish. The Holy Spirit led you here for a purpose. Led you to join this community, to receive and to give. Have you considered why God has called you to this parish? Have you considered what God has in store for you? What healing? What service? What growth? What giving is for you in this parish? You have been given to the church and to this parish as a precious gift by the power of the Holy Spirit. We together have been equipped and empowered to accomplish what God has already prepared for us, to manifest the kingdom of God as apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, and evangelists. You have been called to put a stake in the ground and say, this is the kingdom of God. You have been called to proclaim, this is the word of God. You have been called to proclaim, this is the love of God. This is the healing of God. This is the invitation of God to be a part of his people. This is the work that we have before us. With the household is the primary catechetical unit and mission outpost of the church. With encounter is our primary model for discipleship. And with all of us as the primary laborers of the church. May we walk faithfully in this call by the grace of God and in the sure knowledge that the love of God manifest in Christ Jesus declares that we are indeed beloved children of God and that we are the people of the everlasting kingdom of God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.